Hi everyone and welcome to our first podcast for Silk Laser Clinics. We've put together our own podcast platform so we can share product information with you every week. Our intention is to maximise your potential by providing little bits of education that's super relevant to the work you're doing in your clinic every single day. So if you've got a story to share and you'd love to share it with other silk therapists on the platform, can you let me know? Because we can host you on the podcast, arrange a call for an interview or something like that so that we can share all your great news stories right across our network. So our first um, program today, or our first podcast is looking at our vitamin B serums that we have at Silk Laser Clinics and comparing the difference between the two of them. Obviously, we've got the Silk brand and we've got Aesthetics RX. So what's the difference? So what really prompted me to look at this information and share it with you today is in anticipation of potentially a bit of a shortage that we've got going on with the Silk B Serum packaging. Personally, I don't think we'll run out of stock before we're able to replenish it, which will be in around mid-May, um, because we've got plenty of stock in the clinics and we've actually got some in transit still this month. We've got more than three months coverage in our clinics, but I just thought it'd be worthwhile to share these thoughts with you about the differences between the two serums anyway, just in case we do happen to run out of the Silk B serum and you're in a situation where you might have to talk to a client about upgrading to the B serum from ARX. I just want you to feel super confident just in case you need to inter interchange them in the next coming months. But generally, you might be just interested in why these two serums are different. Well, let's just look at the cosmeceutical benefits of the B group vitamins in the first instance. So vitamin B, there's not just one vitamin B, there's actually eight um, vi vitamin Bs in this complex of ingredients that we know as the B group vitamins. So when you're taking supplements, for example, mostly you would find that you'd have a complex of B ingredients in the supplement, um, not, not usually just one or the other um, B vitamin in that particular supplement. And it's pretty much the same with skincare. Um, so the types of uh, vitamin classes that all the individual B group vitamins that you can find uh, in general are vitamin B1, which is thiamine, B2, which is riboflavin, vitamin B3, which is niacin, B5 is panthenol or pantothenic acid. I feel like I'm talking about cereal. I feel like I've heard this somewhere before, like on a wheat bix ad or something like that. Can you relate to that? All of those types of ingredients are really important for us. Um, we normally get them from our food. So just saying. Anyway, to carry on, we've got vitamin B6, uh, B7, 
which is biotin, vitamin B9, which is folic acid, and vitamin B12. Some of you who might be vegan um, or vegetarian potentially could be a little low in vitamin B12. It's pretty hard to get that type of vitamin from non-animal sources. It is still possible, but it's worthwhile getting a blood panel check just in case. Anyway, we're talking about skincare, not supplements here. So what we're looking at with both of these serums is um, three B group vitamins, actually. So both Silk and ARX use panthenol and niacin. So that's vitamins B3 and B5, respectively. But Silk, the Silk brand also has folic acid, which is B9 in the ingredient deck. So we'll talk about what is a little bit different about these just in a minute. Generally speaking, though, the cosmeceutical benefits of the B group of vitamins is that they help to reduce skin irritation, such as redness and inflammation. They help the skin to retain moisture. They can help um, regulate sebum pr production. They're really great for preventing breakout because obviously they're, talk uh, they're working on sebum production. They help refine the pores, again, as a result of regulating sebum. They help to slow down premature aging in the skin. They help treat seborrheic dermatitis. I'm sure you know that what that is, but that you would see that on the surface of the skin as excess sebum, but also a flaking and quite inflamed surface. They help to treat eczema. They're really great for circulation to the skin, for much healthier looking skin. And they're really good to help fade hyperpigmentation. And they really help to even out the skin tone. So if we have a look at the main two that we're using in our uh, products that we have at Silk. So both of them have panthenol, which is the vitamin B5. So this is the skin conditioning B vitamin. It's protecting, it's hydrating, it's healing. And because of that, it makes it a really useful ingredient in cosmeceuticals and in our type of clinical environment at Silk. Niacin, which is the B3, helps to minimize enlarged pores. It improves uneven skin tone. It's great to soften fine lines and wrinkles. It um, helps sort of stimulate radiance, diminishing dullness. It strengthens a weakened skin barrier. So in that sense, both serums that we have at Silk are the same because they use the same B group um, vitamins, although we'll talk about the folic acid in the silk um, product in just a moment. It's really the other ingredients that do differ in these two serums at silk. So let's just think about how they differ with the other types of ingredients. So um, if we just have a look at what is in um, these two serums that are a little bit different to each other. So 
first of all, the silk serum has the additional B group vitamin B9 or folic acid. So what this one does, it helps to bolster the skin's barrier function. So it helps the skin protects its, protect itself on the um, epidermis. So by doing that, it can also help to improve moisture retention and obviously alleviate dryness. So folic acid is not in the ARX B serum. Then also in the silk B serum, we have goji berry. So if we think about that ingredient for the moment, it helps to smooth the skin's appearance. So goji berries contain amino acids, which help to improve the skin's tone and color. And they're non-irritating and provide quite a bit of hydration for the skin. So it keeps it really well moisturized. And in that sense, it helps to reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. The Silk Serum, still where we're looking at this one, has guava in it, that beautiful fruit. So this particular fruit is really rich in vitamins like vitamin A and vitamin C. And it also has uh, the antioxidants like carotene and lycopene in there, which help to prevent um, free radical damage. So it's really great for premature aging of the skin too. The Silk Serum also has vitamin E. So you'd already know probably that vitamin E fights free radicals on the skin. So thinking about that, they're the result of the daily environmental stresses like unprotected sun exposure and air pollution. So vitamin E in this serum um, with the silk version helps protect the skin against that type of damage. It's moisturizing, it's a healing type of ingredient, and it also helps to strengthen the skin's barrier function. So I like to think of vitamin E as an all-round workhorse of a vitamin. It's natural, it's an, it's an anti-inflammatory. So it's really great as a soothing type of uh, ingredient in skincare and it's very calming to the skin. Uh, it's great for hydration. And sometimes or very often actually in skincare, we use it as a natural preservative. Not, not in this case, although it probably does help, it's used as an active ingredient in this case. So... If we look at the ARX B serum, same, same, a little bit different, uh, remembering that it had the same niacin, it's had the same panthenol in this serum, but it also has something called sodium PCA in there. So this, um, it, this, this forms part of the natural moisturizing factor of the skin, which is the thing that helps the uh, epidermis stay healthy. So it's a natural part of human skin. Um, it's very hygroscopic, meaning it attracts moisture to itself, usually from the air, and it in, that makes it impart a very moist feeling to the surface of the skin, so keeping it well hydrated.
uh, it helps to reduce transepidermal water loss. We also have an ingredient in here called gluconolactone. It's a bit of a tricky one to get your mouth around. But basically, this ingredient is a PHA. It's a polyhydroxy acid. So what is that? You've all heard of AHAs and BHAs before. Well, a polyhydroxy acid is similar. It has much the same benefits in terms of um, exfoliating the skin's skin surface and it's obviously hydrating. Um, but this is particularly suitable for a sensitive skin. So it's often added to a formulation because it's a really nice skin conditioning type of ingredient. Um, the One of the things about the two different B serums that actually is the same, both of them actually have hyaluronic acid in there. So I didn't say that earlier. So they both have panthenol, they both have niacinamide and they both have hyaluronic acid. So obviously hyaluronic acid, you would know, that helps reduce the visibility of fine lines and wrinkles in the skin. And it retains moisture in the skin, which gives it that plumping effect. And I know I hear Beck talking about that ingredient, like a big drink of water for the skin. That's how it does it. Okay. So then we might ask ourselves, well, which serum is better, ARX or Silk? Well, I would say to you, that it's not a matter of one formulation being better than the other. They're different and, you know, they have, they have some slightly different ingredients inside them which makes them suited for slightly different skins, remembering that they both are B serums in the first instance. The main thing is that they target slightly different demographics. So the main differentiator between the two is there accompanying ingredients? B5 and B3 is the same. So overall, they both do the same thing or they both have the same benefits. Uh, we could say that the silk serum is skewed towards having more antioxidant benefits compared to the ARX version. And we might say that the ARX version is slightly more skewed towards hydrating the skin because it had a couple of ingredients that um, were, were quite focused on hydration. Well, what about the price? Well, obviously, they're both 30ml products, packaged very differently, of course. Silk is $49, whereas the ARX is $109. Why is that when they both do very similar things? Well, it's because they're targeted at different demographic groups. So if we have a look at silk, it's in um, less assuming and functional packaging, I would say. Its target market is younger than ARX. It's targeted at somebody that's probably more likely to be 18 to 30 years of age. Uh, it is suitable, the, the range and this particular serum, for all skin types. 
and you might like to think of silk as potentially being a little bit more suited to an oily combination skin and in fact in months to come that's what you will find because as we're briefing in our cosmetic chemists on the two brands I'm making sure that we're having more distinguishable differences between the two products so that it's easy for you as therapists to draw those distinctions. And obviously when we look at the budget of the consumer that might be purchasing the Silk product compared to ARX is that Silk has a lower to mid to um, lower to mid range price point comparing it to the ARX. So the target market for ARX is somebody that's older. So a 30 plus client, uh, the skin type, it is suited to all skin types, but potentially slanted to somebody with a drier skin type. The budget of this consumer is a mid to high range. Um, so like we said, the two products are marketed towards different demographic groups and therefore they're packaged very, very differently. Silk is the accessible, um, super affordable range at $49 that's really very attractive to a younger and more budget conscious consumer. So if you think about that age group, potentially they could still be living at home. They might be re relying on their parents for money. They might be high school, uni kind of student. They might not have a lot of cash of their own. They might be a first time skincare user that's on a tighter budget. Like we said earlier, potentially they may even have an oilier skin type. Like I said, you'll start to see some products coming through in the Silk brand that are targeted more towards that group. Then if we think about ARX, well, in its design, it's been manufactured to look like it's for a more sophisticated skincare user. Somebody who's already used to paying mid-range to higher end prices because maybe they place a higher importance on their skincare. They might have a more disposable income, a higher household income. This type of demographic will be more likely to place a high level of importance on the aesthetics of a product, like its packaging. So they see their product choice as a reflection or even an extension of themselves and what they stand for. So they're willing to pay a little bit more for something that makes them feel good, something maybe that even looks good in their bathroom. It's a bit like a status symbol, a bit like a designer handbag if you think about it. Um, so if we just think about that, handbags, might be easier to understand why products are priced and marketed at different people if we think about handbags. Let's think about, let's say a Louis Vuitton handbag. When you think of that word Louis Vuitton, automatically your mind would be saying quite a few things to you, but most likely it is a luxury item. It's like a status symbol, a bit like a Mercedes-Benz car. It carries a premium price tag and it's marketed at people who value luxury and status symbols. 
a Louis Vuitton handbag comes in beautiful packaging. It has a dust bag around the bag. It comes in magnificent big boxes and huge carry bags. And, you know, people who you see walking around um, the city or maybe at an airport with a handbag like that, they're pretty proud of themselves that they're carrying this particular bag. But not everyone wants to or not everyone aspires to own a Louis Vuitton handbag. There's some people that are on a much tighter budget and they feel that splashing out on something like that is maybe wasteful. So people on different budgets, people who don't necessarily value um, luxury premium designer type products, they might prefer more functional attributes. Maybe they want less showy, less status, something that's not as expensive, but maybe they still want a great handbag while we're still talking about handbags. So maybe that type of um, consumer would choose something like um, the Fuller brand. Do you know that brand? It's spelled F-U-R-L-A. It's, it's a beautiful Italian brand and it has a great reputation. It's a great product, but it's less than a quarter of the price of a, of a Louis, as a, compared to a Louis Vuitton handbag. It does the same thing as a Louis Vuitton handbag, as in it carries all your personal items, but it's just marketed and targeted towards different consumers. It's the same as skincare. So it's like comparing Silk and ARX. So both serums are relevant. Both serums do a really great job. Both serums have complex and um, effective ingredient decks with high efficacy which clients should be using a B serum. So in general, B serums are designed to strengthen the skin against a broad range of skin conditions like dryness, pigmentation and excess oil. If we think about in a silk environment, B group vitamins are brilliant for post-clinical treatment because they stimulate the skin's healing properties. Plus, they calm redness and they reduce inflammation and they keep the skin well hydrated. So in that sense, every client should be prescribed a B serum. So thanks everyone for listening. I'll have another episode in our podcast soon for you. I hope you have enjoyed this recording and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye for now.